women's champion Australian swimmer Brooke Hansen joins us on the show today. Uh, she will be headlining, opening the Splash event and doing our women's breakfast as well. Uh, we talk about a bunch of stuff today, including transgender swimming in the US and the impact on women's sport, uh, how a competitive loss led to a first date with her husband, amongst a bunch of other stuff. You're going to really enjoy the conversation with Brooke Hansen today. Stick around. Ready, set, splash. Woodra is proud to bring you Magnapool, the world's best and only true mineral pool system, providing the very best in water comfort and clarity. Magnapool is also beneficial to the environment thanks to its unique no-salt formula. Partnered with the all-new Hydroxinator IQ, showcasing innovative features giving you control over scheduling, pump speed, boost and low mode, heaters, lights, pH and chlorine. All this via Wi-Fi connectivity from your smartphone. Smart sensors and ultra-long life cell ensures Magnapool owners save time, save energy and save money. Find out more by going to magnapool.com today. Well, welcome to the Splash Podcast. If you are joining us today, you are in for a treat. You know on this podcast, we like to talk all things industry from uh, design, from construction through to engagement. And one of the great parts of engagement in our country is the culture of swimming. And we love a backyard swim. We love a backyard splash. But we also love uh, our Australian champions uh, in a swimming pool and watching late at night as they compete overseas uh, on behalf of our country and uh, and cheering for them while we eat a bag of chips and they've done all the hard work training. And it is my huge pleasure today, this has been coming for some time, to welcome Brooke Hansen to the Splash Podcast. How are you, Brooke? So great to be finally part of Splash. Uh, it's been a long time coming, almost two years and really looking forward to chatting today. Look, it has been almost two years. That little thing, uh, COVID, everybody drink, you know, the, the ritual, uh, my listeners here, when that word gets said. So, look, it's been an, an interrupter. How has it affected what you do, Brooke? Oh, yeah, yeah, hugely. Um, of course, I I now present for a living. I host events. I'm a corporate motivational speaker. I do energy management workshops and usually I'm jet setting around the country and around the world and speaking and empowering and I guess motivating individuals from all different walks of life, whether it's school students all the way up to corporate CEOs. And overnight, my life changed, you know, forever. Like um, back in 2020, it was an Olympic year and my whole year was booked with uh, a lot of speaking engagements. And overnight, I think, yeah, I had my birthday and then the next day it was was swipe. So I think like so many people, I've just learned to, yeah, adapt and overcome and I've had to readjust my own business and, you know, really branch out into a few things that, were always on the cards, but something right. that maybe came a bit earlier. But to be back at live events and uh, looking forward to the conference, of course, it's yeah, it's exciting. It's it's like an Olympic final for me, like standing <laughs> on stage, uh, having yeah, having the room waiting to to see what you say. I really enjoy that. It's yeah, it's similar to racing, and I guess releases the same endorphins as well. Wow. It really sort of puts me in my um, in my mode, and I, I love what I do, and that's the most important thing. I could have probably, you know, moved on to doing something completely different, but I love what I do so much that, yeah, I just couldn't walk away. It's true, isn't it? We do want to do what we love to do and 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 with people that we enjoy doing it with. Look, we are going to talk more in detail as we go on about uh, 
what you do as a professional motivational speaker and some of your story and what you are bringing to our Splash Expo event uh, and to our women in industry as well. So we're going to hear more about that later. But I want to start with a little bit of your earliest memories, you know, casting your mind back when you close your eyes. Brooke, uh, as a young girl, what are your earliest memories around swimming pools? Well, to be honest, my earliest memory was, I, I one, the feeling of being scared and then two, just I remember just screaming and crying for my first ever swimming lesson. So mum and dad were putting me into those swimming lessons to teach me a skill for life and, you know, to get me to, to learn to swim. But there'd been two backyard incidents where I loved the pool so much that mm. I'd actually jumped in the pool and sort of mum and dad's like, where's Brooke? And, and they've yeah. had to do, you know, the search and rescue down to the bottom of the pool, bring me up, splatty, um, you know, splashing and coughing and, and no CPR. But, yeah, really I realised at that point that I just wanted to be in the in water, the near the water, and that swimming lessons was so important. So for me, my earliest memory was actually um, standing at my first swimming lesson, just like just crying, going, I don't want to, I don't like, I don't want to hop back in the water, which is understandable because obviously, if I just had some, you know, a pretty horrific in, like incident ha- happen right. that mentally that wasn't there, but mum and dad just knew that, right, we've just got to put her in. And the teachers were just amazing. They were like, go and have a coffee and come back in half an hour. Absolutely. And, uh, Brooke will be fine. And then my first race. I, you know, ever since that moment, I just, I, I just loved swimming. So it would have been about six months after I learned to swim and I was only four at the time, but won my first 15 metre freestyle race or, or dog paddle race. And I swam breaststroke and still won the gold medal. And, and that was it. That, that was it. I, I wanted to, yeah. The career was launched. So what started with tears and fears became uh, joys and smiles and gold medals. And uh, I get the feeling now if Brooke Hansen could have done that with that start to accomplish a gold medal, you know, what can the rest of us do? That, uh, that's, a, that's quite a, a start to the story. Okay, I've got to ask then, you know, there's got to be over the career or over your time in the water, any, uh, any embarrassing moments, funny stories that stand out for you? Oh, there's, there's so many over the years, but I think the funniest and – uh, has to be waking up at at four fifteen a.m. for for twenty years of my career and and yeah. going swimming. Um, I would always have everything lined up, ready to go. So I was never pressing snooze. As soon as the alarm went, I would be up at four o eight a.m. ready to go. And I remember as a young teenager and interested in some of the boys on pool deck. I've um. I've got there for training one morning and all my gear's on. We've done a bit of dry land and we're ready to dive in the pool at 5 a.m. And the boys are all looking at me laughing and didn't realise that I'd put my swimsuit on or my Speedos backwards or inside out. (laughs) And um, they were inside out. So as female swimmers know, we have like a little pouch down below and um, all of these, all of the boys are looking at this pouch and then looking at this inside out costume and I'm trying to impress them going, oh, can I, you know, can I get one of these boys in the squad to ask me to the formal? And and there they are laughing at me and I was like, oh, so embarrassed. And it's interesting, <laughs> yeah, interesting as a teenager that you just, yeah, that you remember that moment and go, well, You made oh. an impression, I'm sure. So did you get asked to the formal? 
I still got asked for the full oh, right. which was great. And I think I just realised as well, like the boys were having a joke with me, but I was always part of squads that had a lot of men. So um, sometimes, yeah, you just I just had to go with it. And, and then I sort of learnt as well along the way that by racing the boys in training and, and also at club night that I was going to be one of the best girls. And so I've, I've got a lot to thank when I catch up with all my squad mates and end up marrying, um, of course, one of my squad mates and we've now been together 25 years. But I've got, I've got them to thank because they just pushed me and they pushed me to be the best swimmer I could be but by being the best swimmer, I knew that if I was beating them in training, I'd be one of the best female swimmers in the world. And, and that's what I got too. So, yeah, I have the boys to thank for that. Yeah, that's, that's incredible, that competitive spirit just pushing you to, uh, to overcome and beat the lads. Well done. Our friends, the very talented and hardworking team at AIS Water have been innovating for decades. Did you know that independent tests and research by Griffith University recently showed that when using liquid or granular chlorine, that pool water was unbalanced for up to 80% of the time. Yet, when tested with AIS Water's disinfection technology, the water was in balance 100% of the time. This same technology has also been shown to save up to 1.6 million litres of water in a 50 metre pool. It's time to farewell history and embrace the new normal of Australian-made water disinfection with AIS Water. Now, we're going to hear more at the Splash event about your Olympic journey, your challenges, some of the, well, the great successes that you did have and no doubt um, fraught with challenges to overcome to get to that success. No journey of great success is accomplished without great uh, adversity. But would it be okay if you could just share maybe one moment, something that sticks in your mind, be it a challenge or a success, or, you know, overcoming a challenge that possibly led to that success, if you could, for us? Yeah, I guess for me, all I wanted to do was be an, be an Olympian, be, a, be a, a representative of, you know, of my country at the Olympic Games, wear the green and gold on my chest, the, the, coat, of, the coat of arms that, you know, I just wanted to represent my country. So to, to miss twice and then finally achieve Olympic gold and silver in Athens in, in 2004, it was definitely a lifelong dream. But it's interesting when they put the medals around your neck that you didn't think about that one race where you saw a personal best time or how the girls all came together and we won gold in, in the relay. I always thought about the journey and the hard yards that it took and the injuries and the illness and the upsets and when you stand there and you you listen to the anthem all that I was thinking of was my commitment on not giving up on myself and continuing to do it despite sometimes you I guess yourself telling you that you know that you're not good enough or other people telling you you're too old you're too slow give up you know get a real job finish your uni degree and 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 you know get a life because you're not going to make it so mm. for me in the end once you yeah you get past all the highs and lows and you move beyond what that journey means I sort of reflect on it now and and I'll discuss it at the conference but I think it's it's made me realize the importance of that journey and there's a possibility that if I, I'd gone to a, a previous Olympics, maybe I, I'd never make the podium and and be an Olympic gold and silver medalist. So mm. um, really understanding that the journey is important, but um, reflecting on it as well is, is where all the growths happen for me. Yeah, incredible. 
You know, our industry, Brooke, can be often seen from the outside as a male-driven industry, a bunch of blokes maybe digging holes and um, fixing pools and, and all that stuff. But the actual truth is our industry is built by wonderful men and women uh, doing terrific work. One of the things that I'm so stoked to have you involved in Splash is speaking to our, our Waves Breakfast, our women in industry, because... We're all equal, but we're not all the same. We bring different um, perspectives and strengths and experience and story. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to be attending that for obvious reasons. That's something that does belong to, to uh, our girls. But could you give us a little snapshot maybe about what our incredible women in industry might expect out of that, uh, that breakfast with you? Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that breakfast. It's always powerful to have a a room full of women and and just be able to, I guess, support each other through. I think the networking with the women that morning will be great as well. But for me, I just want to empower the women to, to show a lot more, I guess, self-love. We're known as, as wonder women at times. And um, for me, I, I'm really going to break that down that like strong women don't need muscles and we are resilient. And yes, we wear many hats and we are, we have a lot of expectations on ourselves to, you know, to do it all and to constantly give uh, 110%. But for me, I, I want to really share with the women that it's important to, to still put themselves first and that taking care of themselves will, will be so beneficial to all areas of their life. And, and I'm going to break down busyness. Definitely. Um, I, I don't use that word. It's actually a swear word in my, in my life, in my house, you say that word. Um, Yeah. I'm really going to, I'm going to break that down. That's a good rule. It's such a go-to now in culture and conversation. How are you? I'm busy. And we wear our busyness as a mark of pride sometimes, don't we? Yeah, and it's a it's a glorification of it all, and like, and especially yeah. with socials now as well. Everyone's like, "Oh, look, you're so busy," and 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 women in particular, if you if you're doing the school run or if you're at work or you've got you know a hundred things on, um, your your girlfriend's the first to say, "Oh, you're so busy," but then someone, "Oh, but you're so much more busier than me." And so I really want to just break that down right. and realize that 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 the busyness really is a, is a personal choice. And so for me, right. I'm I like I honor that I am. A mum of, and I work. I work for myself. Um, my husband's a shift worker. He's a firefighter. I have three beautiful children that all do music and they all do sport. And I have a lot going on. And it's my personal choice of where I put my energy. So talking to the women that morning about their own energy health, their energy management, and, and breaking down business busyness will be the key. Um, but yeah, really, really looking forward to connecting with all the ladies and and value. Valuing that, yeah, that self love, that self worth, and mm. and really, yeah, putting your shoulders back, and 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 knowing that you need the confidence, you need the confidence as a, as a woman sometimes, um, whether you're working with men or sometimes in 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 male industries that have a lot more men than women, just have the confidence and the belief to back yourself, and if you know it's your good. stuff, believe, just believe that you yeah. can do it and that you're part of it. Yeah, and there's plenty of women in our industry who do know their stuff. They're terrific leaders. Um, I love your comment there before about strength isn't about muscles. You know, it's integrity, it's innovation, it's excellence, it's confidence. We do have a vibrant, wonderful, um, diverse industry. 
Tell me a little bit what what you love and about pools, the sort of work our industry does. Is it sort of beautiful backyard space? Is it the memories? Is it health and wellness? I know you've got a real passion for as well. You know, the innovation, um, you know, is it commercial aquatics that you've spent your life following the black line uh, in training and competition? I think like like everything you said is is amazing and I love everything about the industry. But when I guess I reflect on my own journey and my family now, I think about memories and making memories for life and the moments that I have, um, I guess, the most fondest of is going to my grandparents' backyard pool after being at an event all day at a commercial pool, going up and down the black line, winning yeah. medals, but going into their backyard pool that afternoon and and doing bombs and playing with my, you know, my brothers and my sister and, you know, having a, having a I don't know, an ice cream by the pool. And, and then now I can see that happening with, you know, my own kids of, of coming, home, coming home after a surf carnival and hopping in the pool or heading over to, to mum and dad's and, and hopping in the pool or to a friend's place because they're having a spa night or, you know, there's always so many memories to be had um, in backyards and backyard pools and, and spas. And, and I, like I think for me it's, it's about that. It brings families together. And it is about making memories. And I've had so many memories in amazing pools all around the world, but it's just interesting that I just get so much comfort from my my very own backyard. My own backyard pool. The glory has been elsewhere, but the things that stick with you as uh, deeper, more meaningful memories with family, I suppose, is, is right in our backyard. Definitely, and but there's still racing. There's still competitiveness, and there's and there's still uh, who can. Uh, uh. Yeah. Can you can you still beat your kids across the backyard pool? Only just, only just. They're getting a lot. Uh, yeah, definitely a lot faster and. Interesting, we try and come up with different strokes and, you know, make your own stroke beyond the, the standard butterfly backstroke breaststroke freestyle. Have, have you got one and you can teach us, you can reveal to us a, a secret <laughs> Hanson family uh, stroke? It's really difficult to actually put into words with, <laughs> without giving a demonstration <laughs> of sort of like a backwards butterfly, I guess. But, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Look, <laughs> for my listeners who didn't get the uh, the viewing I suppose pleasure of that. That was that I could see that was going to be quite awkward, and I appreciate Brooke's uh, uh, discretion right now on this conversation. Uh, we'll we'll leave that one. Um, are your kids competitive? Are they? You, you mentioned the surf stuff. They're doing nippers. Are they they following after you in swimming? My husband and I were both swimmers. He was a freestyler. I was a breaststroker. So I, you know, I feel for the kids at times with with them going to squads and uh, had their first. Gold Coast City titles a, a couple of weeks back, and very competitive. And they they got in there and they just gave it, a, you know, they gave it one hundred and ten percent. And that it's tough for them to walk on pool deck, and you know, everyone's looking at mum and dad, and they yeah. know what I've achieved. And I'm, I just said, you've just got to be the best that you can be. But they're definitely active kids. Uh, they have all three of them have a very natural breaststroke. So breaststroke's one of those strokes where a lot of it comes naturally, and then there's some people that just kind of never get it. And then my husband, he was great at freestyle, butterfly, 
backstroke. He could do breaststroke, but it didn't come as natural to yeah. him as me. And um, you can see they're all natural breaststrokers. But again, I'm not going to push that because they love they love nippers. They love surf life saving. Uh, they're all members of Corumban Surf Club, and then they're Fit, doing every healthy fun. Well. Yeah, yeah, and you know, and netball and AFL and soccer and you know swimming and they love skateboarding and bike riding like there's so many so many things and uh even watching the olympics they're they're you know they knew that 2032's definitely gone to brisbane and and they've watched the winter olympics as well and all of them have come out and said oh i think we should try a winter olympic sport i'm like we live on the gold coast yeah Yeah. we're not going to try a winter olympic sport unless you're going to move home i mean move out of home and and, um move to the snow but yeah i just want (laughs) to give them as many opportunities to just enjoy sport enjoy being fit and healthy and if anything sport just taught me so much about um, about how great it is for your, for your mental health. Yes. So for me, I still do something every single day that's active because I, I'm just, I'm better. I'm just a better yep. person. I'm a better mum. I'm better at my job. I'm like, yeah, it just helps me so much uh, me- mentally, obviously physically, emotionally and spiritually. So uh, for me as a mum, I just want them to enjoy being fit and healthy and, and realise that it's going to, yeah, it'll set them up for a great life no matter what they do. I want to ask another question at the moment, something that's current, probably got a bit of controversy around it, and there's, it's, it's, there's talk about it throughout industry. From your thoughts as a competitive female swimmer uh, where you worked hard, competed against females and established yourself as one of the, the best at the time in the world, uh, what's going on in the college scene in the USA? Leah Thomas, for those just listening, born a male, uh, identifies now transgender as a female, competing and dominating the sport. As a male, uh, Leah was finishing four or five hundredth um, against the, the males in college and now dominating. What's the impact of that on, on women's sport? Yeah, it's difficult. It's really difficult to as a female swimmer just to to get my head around and I saw the results and then you you can see that the the girls who have won silver and bronze that they've also won personal best times but are still you know so short of of being on the top of the podium so I do like I feel for them I I understand what we're all about inclusiveness but at yeah at that competitive level it would be it'd be really difficult. It'd be difficult for me to accept that there's a possibility I could I could never win the gold. And I mentioned earlier about racing the boys, racing the boys to be one of the best girls. I could I could never beat those boys in a in a race. My husband and I, he 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 actually this is our first date. He goes, I bet you. I can beat you in the state title and the 50 breaststroke. And I'm like, hey, you're not a breaststroker. And he goes, <laughs> such a I bloke. Bet you. Such a bloke thing. And he goes, so if, yeah, if I if I beat you, I'm going to take you out on a date and, you know, that's it. So he's finished eighth in the final of the men's 50 metres breaststroke and he's done a personal best time by like two seconds. So he really, really wanted really. that date. <laughs> And then I've got up, I've broken the state record, won the gold medal and um, just <laughs> missed his time by one one-hundredth of a second. So I see him over at the swim down the hall going, yes, yes, like I'm taking this girl out on a date. 
And I thought, wow, like this is a, a non-breaststroker. He's beaten me. He's taken, taken me out on a date. The rest is history, you know, 25 wow. years on, four kids. Did you, know, you let him win, happened. really? You wanted the date. You let him win. You can. We won't tell him. You, we let us in on the secret. Did you just let him win that? No. I just want like I wanted to beat him and go, you know, stuff it. You're going to have to find another way to ask me out <laughs> on a date without beating me in a 50 metres breaststroke. But interesting that no matter what and We've always been competitive, but I could never beat him. Whether it, yeah, physically he was taller, he was stronger, the testosterone in his body, there's just no way. There's just no way I could ever beat him in any event. And yeah, and that's that's where I really struggle to go, wow, like if I, you know, if I was racing someone right. who I never knew that I could beat mentally, that would probably destroy that that It'd would be very absolutely. difficult, wouldn't it, for all the training. But, you know, that line that you mentioned earlier, strength is more than muscle, is so important. And we are really stoked to have you coming along. You will be doing the grand opening of Splash. You'll be doing the keynote there as we open for the first time in four years. You will have already spoken to our incredible women in industry uh, as well by that point. You've been incredibly generous with your time again today. We're so looking forward to having you at our Splash Trade Industry event what what else would you like to add here to our conversation, Brooke? What have I missed? What haven't I asked you that I should have? I just want to say I'm really looking forward to seeing everyone. It's been a, a long time coming and I just can't wait. I just can't wait to connect with everyone from industry and I want you to embrace it. My opening address will definitely be high energy. So don't have a, a big night the night before. Don't sleep in. Don't miss yep. it. Don't and, wear yeah, your clothes really- inside out, Brooke. Just make sure your clothes <laughs> are the right way around, okay, for us. That's right. So, yeah, I just can't wait to see everyone and, yeah, looking forward to a great event. Brooke Hanson, we are absolutely looking forward to having you open up our show. Make sure that you register splashexpo.com.au. Get on there, register for that event now. There are only so many places that we can actually fit uh, in for that opening as well. Splashexpo.com.au. It is a free event. Uh, Brooke Hanson, you are an absolute legend. Thank you for being so generous with your time and joining us on the Splash Podcast today. Thanks so much. Haywood's 1.85 horsepower TriStar VS Pump is built to last even under the most demanding conditions. Super quiet in operation with easy to customise speeds, countdown timers and priming time. It even shows real-time power consumption in watts for immediate feedback to maximise those energy savings. It's designed for simple installation. TriStar variable speed pumps can also operate in standalone mode or connect to the Haywood OmniLogic automation system for seamless control. Visit haywoodpool.com.au for details. That's haywood-pool.com au today splash trade expo is shaping up to be mega first time together in four years make sure you've got your place booked uh, for that grand opening uh, of the event on the wednesday morning we can only fit so many in with uh, brooke presenting uh, the event itself make sure everything there is free that uh that grand opening the event itself register at splashexpo.com.au it won't be the same without you 
Get up, go and do it now. Get registered. Don't miss out. I know it's hard after so long, a couple of years in lockdown to try and get moving and do these things again, but you need to do it. Get front footed, book your place, come to splashexpo.com.au. I'll be waiting for you. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll elbow tap you if that's what you want or a high five. I'll give you a big hug if that's what you're into. Just be there. Get amongst what is going on with our industry because there is so much happening at the Splash event. Event. Uh, so when you do go to splashexpo.com.au, book in for all of that. Make sure you also do book in uh, for the golf day. If that's your thing, come and see me. My uh, my awesome forehand will be on display uh, on the pitch there for you. Also, the after party. We've never done it before. Splash the after party. Dress theme, business up, party down, uh, full band. It is going to be insane great night to bring yourself bring your team along to bring your clients along to uh, drink food bucking bull sumo suits dancing it's it's not an event to be missed this year. After four years, we are doing everything, pulling out all stops to make this the event to remember. And you don't want to not have the memory and miss out on that. So book your tickets, get your flights, book your accommodation, splashexpo.com.au now. Uh, there are ticketed events around the show itself, but come on. Can't wait to see you there. Ready, set, splash. Splash. 